You're listening to my mom, the real Kathy Lee. She's a hot mess. Hey, you're listening to the real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom sessions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh, maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you've got this. All right, so we are back. We have uh, stayed in our pajamas. If you heard us last week, uh, Ashley's here. We look the same. We look the same. And we're in the same spot. But we're recording a new episode. So last week, if you didn't listen, go back. It's on how to survive the summer. I know summer's not even, I guess it is halfway over. It depends on where you live in the country. For some of you, summer is just a few weeks in. For others of us, it's been going on for a while. So what I wanted to do is I wanted us to talk about fall. It's going to be here before we know it. So we need some time to prepare. If you are new to homeschooling, what typically happens is around this whole July the 4th time, you start thinking, okay, I've got to face it. I've got to know fall's coming. I've got to be ready for my kids. I've got to be prepared. What do I need to do? So I thought it might be helpful if we just talk through what has been my process over the past 20-something years of homeschooling? How do I handle these moments of preparing for the fall? What do you think about that, Ashley? I think it's really great. Now, I do want to let everybody know, all your type A's out there listening, do not go grab a pen and paper because this is not going to be a 1 through 10 on how to get it started. They have this probably figured that out, Ashley. I am not a type A personality. <laughs> this is going to be more about, I would say, more about your heart. And about your mindset and preparing that for fall, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And I think it starts there. I think Mm -hmm. before you even get to the pen and paper, you've got to wrap your brain around the next year. And let's start there. I want you only to think about the next year. I remember when I first started homeschooling, I was like, for the next 20 years, I will be doing this. And I will be following this plan. And I'll be using this curriculum. And I will not need anyone else to help me because I will be the homeschooling master. Oh, sister friend, it has gone so far from that. Oh my gosh, I can only imagine. One thing that I I will say this, um, guys, before she even starts in, I have heard a lot of this before. I've been lucky enough to hear this before. This is also, for me, not just about preparing for fall. This, the things that you say, that you're going to say, how you're going to enlighten us going (laughs) forward... I would say is so valuable almost in every big step that we're taking. Mm. Not even big steps, but in any kind of, anytime there's a change, anytime there's anything, like how do we, for me, this is more of like how to prepare yourself for life. (laughs) Well, you know, it's true. As I'm sitting here going through some life changes myself right now, Mm -hmm. um, it's probably, again, it's a good thing you're only hearing me on this podcast. You're not seeing me. You haven't been near me because I have been a hot mess. I have been exhausted. I have had a short fuse. I have just been going on fumes for the past few weeks. Travel season plus a move plus a big trip coming up. There's a lot of things going on in my life personally, and that causes me just to crash. Mm-hmm. She's so. not lying to y'all, y'all. 
I mean, I love her, but she's not lying. No, no, I've crashed. I've hit my crashing point. So, if you're there, and maybe you've had mm-hmm. that, um, summer is a time where we often make big changes, and you might be crashing too. So, the things I'm going to say, know that I'm talking to myself, and I'm hopefully going to apply these to my own life as I'm sharing them with you, which is always what I do. I always finish the talk going, oh, I need to do that more. Oh, I need to do that better. I think that that's one of the things that makes you a great speaker, although, is because you're willing to be vulnerable enough. To say, man, this didn't go as planned. Um, and, like, how am I going to reflect on this? Yeah, rarely rarely do and... things go as planned, mm-hmm. I think. I think for all of us, rarely mm-hmm. do we, you know, set out this great plan that at the end of it we go, huh, absolutely that went yeah. as we expected. <laughs> we Congra- did A, B, and C That's right. Congratulations yeah. to us. <laughs> Usually it's like, huh. I mean, that didn't work out, but it worked out. But like, we got to see in an interesting fa- fashion that... <laughs> We're here. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? It always works out. I will say that what determines so much of it is your attitude during the mm-hmm. moment, your stress level during it. I know for me, man, it's the people around me that have kept my stress level low lately because I would just be poof, over the top right now mm-hmm. if it weren't for the people around me. So that's a great place to start. Make sure you have great people around you. Make sure you do a check of who are your friends, who are your closest, and I always mm-hmm. refer to it as your inner circle. And the older I get, the more I will say that you don't need a great big circle of friends. You need an inner circle. You need a few people who know exactly what's going on in your life, who know when you're off, who know just like Ashley was saying, uh-huh, she's been crashing. She sees it, she knows it, she loves me through it, mm-hmm. and that's how I can come out on the other side. My friends like Christy and... Ashley and Donna and I mean there's so many of them so not so many of them there's five so (laughs) you need to keep a small circle of friends and then let's just go through Ashley some of the things that I have talked about in talks before that I want to share with the listeners today yes so what's the number one where do we need to start now type A's you can write this down we all have a starting point (laughs) yes This is one that's not going to be a surprise to anyone if they've heard me talk, if they've heard this podcast before. And I'm going to say, be by yourself. And why I want to say that is because you can't fake it when you get all by yourself, when you get still. And I don't mean all by yourself in front of your favorite TV show. I don't mean all by yourself, but, you know, people all around you. I mean quiet still Mm -hmm. put on some soft music put on um some type of book that you wanted to listen to for a few minutes to get your mindset into the quiet and still and then I want you to sit with yourself and I want you to ask yourself what makes you ready to start this year I want you to ask yourself what's keeping you from being ready to start this year And maybe you've had some trauma that you need to address. Maybe you've had a hard summer. Maybe you've crashed like me lately and you need to address that. But I think getting that out and you know the next thing I'm going to suggest to people, I'm holding it up to her right now, is your journal. If you don't have a journal, please go get a journal and start writing it down. What do I want this year to look like? What do I need to do in my own life to get this year to be what I need? What are the things I need to face? How will I keep from losing myself this year? Because we go into this giving mode. I've got to schedule dance lessons. I've got to schedule football. I've got to schedule school. I've got to schedule piano. I've got to volunteer. I've got to teach a Bible study. I've got, and then we are out of time. So 
look at it and say, okay, what, what do we need to do? What do we need to change? Just be honest with yourself. So have some raw alone time where you pray, where you seek God and say, okay, Lord, give me some clarity about this year. And if you do need to call on one of your inner circle friends to discuss some things, do that too. But really it is a time where you are going to just get your soul ready. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Um, and I'll just be real on Well, I mean, I say that all the time. I'm real honest. So Kathy and I have been friends for a while. Um, Kathy has been telling me to journal. I'm pretty, I'm actually almost certain that when we introduced herself, she said, Hi, my name is Kathy Lee. Do you journal? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe not exactly like not that. Not exactly like close. that. <laughs> but probably pretty close. Yeah. She has been encouraging me to journal for a very long time. Well, I recently took up journaling. And I'm sure, I don't even think I told Kathy that I took up journaling. But she I'm sure she can see that I have taken up journaling because I am a little more focused. Things are coming. Things are happening. Um, I've struggled with my self-confidence for my entire life. I'm not really having those issues anymore because, I mean, now, yes, of course. I mean, I'm a woman for crying out loud. Of course I'm going to have those issues. But I have a little, I have a lot more clarity on who I am. Now, here's the real part. My journal is in my closet. And that is where my alone time happens. <laughs> Oh, now it's a great place. I don't have a big closet. So it's me and my shoes and all my lovelies hanging out and I'm journaling. But that's what I need to do to get by myself yes. and to be able to shut the door. And oddly enough, my kids don't look for me in my closet. So I'm going with it. Absolutely. Until the closet looking. is really the best thing I have seen. In fact, mm -hmm. we should just do you guys take pictures of you in your closets mm -hmm. and send it. Yeah. Post it on uh, the Kathy Yates Lee. Yes. Post it and let us see you. I remember Carrie doing a podcast uh -huh. from her closet. I've done podcasts in my closet. I've sat in my closet. I cannot tell you the time. In fact, at one time, I took pillows and blankets, and I have pretty big closets. So I could do that. I sat, and I made just my yeah. little space for journaling in there. I'm leaning up against a Tupperware of old clothes that I need to give away, <laughs> and I'm sitting in a pile of shoes, but well, it works. the woman does have more <laughs> shoes than most shoe stores, so let's be honest. All right, so let's move on. So, the next one. So, we've got prayer, being yeah. by ourselves. What's the next tip? Once we've prayerfully done this, I mean, are we moving on to setting our priorities? Is that where we're going to start kind of giving us our bullet points? That's exactly what we're going to do. Okay. Here's the other thing I've learned is that you have to prioritize. You have to decide what are the most important things for this year. Don't try and get 12 years of homeschooling into one year. Don't try and get 12 years of life skills into one year. Okay. Just look at this year. So I remember, like I just said, when I first started homeschooling, I knew that I was going to do it exactly one way. I have absolutely done just the opposite. I have changed curriculums, hybrids, approaches almost every single year. We are doing Ardios Academies right now. It works fabulous for my family where we are. We are a mixed family of adopted children and biological children with different special needs. This particular program is a fine arts-based program. It gives my kids the freedom to do that. It works well for us. Now, we have done lots of different hybrids in the past that worked at the time, but this is the best for our family right now. So, look at your family and set some priorities. Think, what is our family life going to be in the next year? Now, in years where we were adopting children, I was living in Guatemala one year. Mm -hmm. Our school year looked so different. In fact, it was pretty um, empty academically. 
But boy, was it rich in so many other areas. Our family got to pray for this brother to come home. We got to live in Guatemala. They got to learn about a different culture. They got to meet people on the street who worked by painting with their feet because they were in a wheelchair. And it, it was amazing the things that my children got to experience that I consider a rich education. So, but... I didn't know that I was going to adopt when I first started homeschooling mm-hmm. so many years ago. So you can't focus on 10 years out. Just focus on this year. What's happening? Are we building a new house? Are we having a baby? Are we adopting a baby? What is changing or going to happen mm-hmm. that might we need to adjust what we do in school? Okay. Would you also say that this it would be a time when you look back, reflect on last year and say, what didn't work? Absolutely. And why didn't it? Like, do I need to reevaluate the way my child learns? Do I need to, is that kind of when you do this? Or I think it's so exactly, much? no, it is the time. And here's the other thing. Before you ask what didn't work with your child, also ask what didn't work with you. I have talked to so many homeschool women who say, oh my goodness, we have a lot of kids, so I'm going to go buy a book like Managers of Their Homes, oh. which is a great book. However, if you are not a type A, and mm-hmm. I have some type A qualities. I mean, I am like a strong like chick. Organized. I do, but at the same time, I'm very much a free spirit. Well, the Managers of Their Homes book says like 7.15, you oh. open your eyes. 7.18, you bowl an egg. 7.21, you're brushing your teeth. Okay, that's an extreme, but it's very rigid. So that worked that would great. Stress me out. It would stress me out. It did stress me out. So I worked for days making this beautiful plan that was according to their program. And about three days in, I thought, I'm gonna stab my eye out. This is not working. <laughs> and and it took me a while to realize, okay, I am not that person. So you have to look at yourself and say, What didn't work for me? Okay. I am not an early I mean, I am an early person, but if you're not an early morning person, don't try and get up at five o'clock every day. You are better off doing a reasonable wake up time that works for your body, for mm-hmm. what your health needs are, and going from there. Don't try and be what you are not. Now there's okay. always areas we can grow, but I would say don't try and go against the grain so much. Mm-hmm. No. So I would take a personality test if you've never done that to learn a little bit about yourself. So, yes, ask what didn't work for you, then go. What didn't work for my kids? Maybe they work better in the afternoon, or maybe they work better in the morning. Or I notice they really need some physical mm-hmm. activity, which we know from brain research that kids do need to be physical. That will help them to concentrate better when their hands are involved in sensory activities. That actually helps them sit down and focus more. So maybe you start the day with something active. You do some deep belly breathing with your kids. You incorporate that this year because you notice they weren't ready to work, mm-hmm. you know, Eight o'clock yeah. start. Most Math kids are not. didn't start at seven forty-five yeah. in the morning. So it is definitely a time where we kind of analyze. We look back. We reflect. Okay, so let's move forward. After you prioritize, what do we do next? What's up? Okay, so after you've prioritized, what are the things we're going to focus on? Let me mention real quick about the prioritizing. One things I love. One of the things I love to do with my kids is we make dream posters mm. every year. And I love to do that because it gives me an idea of what the children want to learn. Again, I say this all the time. If we can focus on their interest, teaching is so much easier. Mm -hmm. So when it changes what they want to learn, some years they want to focus on cooking. And every kid is different. Some kids want to focus on exercise and working out. And some kids want to focus on learning about science stuff. Henry wants to learn more about astronomy. So Mm -hmm. he wants to focus on that. So I always try and include what they've put in their dream posters in their school year. Okay. Okay, so do that. And then let's move on. The next thing is to plan and prepare. I mean, we have to prepare. It doesn't matter how much of a free spirit you are, like me, 
if you don't prepare, you are going to fail. You just mm-hmm. are. You've got to have some level of preparation. It doesn't have to be as strict or rigid as some other mom who might work best in that type of situation, mm-hmm. but you do have to plan and prepare. So what I would say, knowing yourself, how do you work best? Do you work best planning weekly? Do you work best planning monthly? Do you work best with a detailed planner and you just fill it in? Do you work best with a notebook that you make your own? Mm -hmm. Know what works for you and stick to it. This is where I fail. I am so great at the beginning of the year. I've got my plans. I write them down and and then be honest about like October, November, I am done. And I notice little by little we fall apart. Mm -hmm. So every year my goal is to, okay, we're going to make it further. I'm going to work my plans longer. And I do. I get better. But 20 years in, I still am not perfect. Yeah. They get done. My goal is always, do they know more at the end of the year than the beginning of the year? Rock on, sister. We've done it. Yes. So, I keep my goals <laughs> simple. Oh. And, and so far, we've accomplished that. We've graduated kids. They're off in college. Some are working and married, and it's all worked yeah. out. But you've got to know how you plan best and prepare. Do you shop once a month for mm-hmm. all your, especially little ones? Like, if you use our curriculum at Homegrown Preschool, you're going to shop once a month. That's what we suggest because you're done. And then you aren't stressing every day. Do yeah. I not have this? Do I not have that? But know what you need to plan. Know the time you need. If you need a Saturday morning and you, every week you just build that in your schedule and you need a Saturday morning where you go plan and prepare and get everything ready. Or maybe it's a Sunday evening. Again, what works best for your family, every family unit is different, Mm -hmm. but make sure it's intentional. Okay. That is the key to planning and prepare. Be intentional about getting it done. Okay. I would add this one thing too, especially since your curriculum is geared towards young moms, but I think every mom struggles with this. When you are at the playground and all of their moms bust out their type A planners, do not lose hope, dear friend. It's just not you. Just remember that. Like, it's just not you. I know it's so hard. Like, I struggle with when everybody's doing something a certain way, but that's just not me. The comparison game will kill you. It will kill you as a woman. It will kill you as a mom. It will kill you as a homeschooler. I know I would be around people and their three-year-old speaking French, and mine could barely speak English. And I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Or they're playing the violin. I'm like, oh, maybe we should play the violin. Just remember your plan. Just remember your plan. And just remember your priorities. Mm-hmm. Your priorities are not their priorities. And for me, again, I my goal is to go after their heart. Mm-hmm. That's the number one reason I homeschool, so that I can be the most influential person in their life. And let me tell you, it goes like that. As I mentioned, our July the 4th, yes. they are off. There's There were only two at home for July the 4th out of the bazillion I have. So... The time is fleeting. So make your priority. What is the priority for homeschooling? Why do you do it? Mm-hmm. Is it to be academic? Then be academic. Is it to be well-rounded? Then be well-rounded. Is it to be focused on whatever? You keep to your plan. Perfect. Don't compare. Perfect. Yeah. I love it. So what's our last piece of advice, Kathy? I know we've got one more hanging out in there somewhere. <laughs> I can feel it. Yeah, so it is the best one. If you oh. don't listen to anything else, turn the volume up and get this. It is pass on the rest and I just kind of mentioned it don't get caught up in doing everything superwoman wonder woman as much as I want to be wonder woman as a little girl doesn't exist buy a costume 
Make a costume. <laughs> Make Even a better. Get those aluminum foil wristbands like I used to have. No one can do it all. And you have to pass on the rest. You have to say it. In fact, say it with me, Ashley. No. 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 no so sorry. You. No. Oh, no. Thank you so much. But, but no. no. That's <laughs> exactly. That's what has to happen. Because what's hilarious, when you have five little ones at home, there will be someone who will call you and go, hey, can you watch my three kids? No. And you're like, oh, yeah, come on over. No. Hey, can you make a meal for so-and-so who just had a baby? Because you're already making meals for your 15. Can you just make a meal for us too? No. Because what happens is you will make a meal. You will be stressed out all day making the best meal for this friend. Mm -hmm. And you will drive through McDonald's and pick up food for your own kids on the way home and be screaming at them the Mm -hmm. whole time. This is not the time. You let people like me who have older kids, who have kids who can cook, will make the meals. You just try and get through your day at home. So you have to say, no, hey, can you lead a Bible study? You're homeschooling, so you're home on Wednesday morning. Can you come lead this Bible study? No. No. This is not the time for you. Hey, do you want to put your kids in this class? Do you want your kids to do this? And you've already made your priority list. Those things were not on it. So you say, no. No. It is the best thing you can do. And if you need to have your significant other listen to this podcast right now so that they can hear that one powerful word, no. Eddie is over here just scratching away. I hope you can hear him on the podcast. Bless some little puppy. No. No is the answer. No, no, no. Pass on the rest. If you do that, it will help you have a much better fall this mm-hmm. year. I love it. I love it. So we're, what I love about these is all of them go back to the very beginning. The pray and prioritize. Absolutely. The other do. ones fall into place if we can remember those. Absolutely. If you... If you can be still, you can know your priorities, then it is easier to plan and prepare. And Mm -hmm. it's actually not as much. Because when you shift your priorities and you keep it focused, Mm -hmm. then the planning is easier. The preparing is easier. And definitely the saying no is easier. And you can say, oh, I'm so sorry. We have already made our plans for this year. I'm so sorry. I've already set my priorities. I'm so sorry. I already know what we're doing and we don't have the time for that. It's just fact at that point. It's not emotional. It's not, it doesn't mean I don't like you because I've said yes. no to your Bible study. It means my day is full. I We're done for this year. We'll look for you know, look to it for next year, possibly. Mm-hmm. We'll consider it next year. But right now, we've already done that. So the sooner you do this, the better for your fall. If there's any way that I can help you, if you need some examples, you know, happy to help you, just shoot me an email, Kathy at KathyHLee.com, and I will help you with that. Mm-hmm. Anything, Ashley, that you can think of? Anything as we face the fall? I mean, I think fall? the only thing that we didn't really say was that this plan and prioritize is not like a one-time-in-your-closet, a one-time-in-your-quiet space. It may take you a little bit of time for your heart to be directed where you need to go. Would you say that that's correct? Like, Absolutely. That's why I want to do this now. I want to do yeah. it early enough so that you have time to do this. You have yeah. time to... To look at your fall before it actually gets here. Mm-hmm. Because some of us, those of us who aren't natural planners, yeah. we're going to wait till the week before and then try and bust it mm-hmm. and get it done. So no, now, start now. Start jotting down things. Start looking at yourself. Start looking in the mirror saying, hmm, reflecting on last yeah. year. Start Don't there. feel discouraged if it doesn't come to you instantaneously. Absolutely. It might take yeah. a while. It really might. That's a great point. I love it. I love your advice so much. Well, I can't believe next week I'm going to be in Houston, Texas. Well, actually, I'm going to be in Katy, Texas with my sweet Carrie Vosick. She is going to have her mornings in the mud. I get to show up with some surprises, some giveaways, 
and we're going to record a podcast. Yay, that I will know. be so much Won't fun. Won't that be great? So we're going to record a podcast and talk about Mornings in the Mud with Carrie, why she wanted to do this, mm-hmm. how it is. I'm going to, we might even interview some moms for that. Who knows how it will play That'll out. That will be so much it fun. It will be great. So I'm so glad you listened. I hope you're having a great summer. You're starting to face your fall with joy, with enthusiasm, with excitement. Ashley, don't go back to Nashville. <laughs> Stay with me. Oh, we'll see y'all soon. Thanks for listening to The Real Kathy Lee. You've been listening to The Real Kathy Lee. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. To find out more, check out therealkathylee.com. You can download us every Friday on iTunes or your favorite app to listen to the podcast. Hey, if this hot mess can rock motherhood, so can you.